This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday Arrow video assortment series of reviews, episode number 39. I'm your host Duncan McLeish, welcome to the show. Upon this episode, on the 39th instalment, we're taking a look at the fairly recent actually in terms of movies we cover on this series. This is probably one of the more recent ones, but we're doing a little bit of before we vanish from 2018. Uh, more details on this movie, including a review, coming up after the first break. Before we get to that, as always, let's catch up with where we are, concluding a week of podcasts for you. It has been a busy week, but one that I have thoroughly enjoyed, ladies and gents. It started way back on Monday with our Russian Roulette franchise retro on the Wreck series. We did Wreck 1 and 2 as part of that episode. The concluding part will be dropping in your feeds tomorrow, kicking off a brand new week of podcasting. On Thursday, we dropped a special teaser announcement for an upcoming series on Podcasts Under the Stairs featuring myself and Dave Parker. Listen to that Thursday episode, it's nice and short, and it explains all the rules out. And then obviously you've got this little episode here, filling in the blanks on your Sunday with a little bit of that Arrow video assortment. Next week, as I've already said, we are kicking it off with the concluding part of our Rick Russian Roulette franchise retro. You are welcome. That'll cover Rick 3 and Rick 4 respectively. Um, we will then be jumping into a little bit of sexy Thursday action with Movie Club. That's right, Challenge Teapots for February 2022. You have until Wednesday to get your reviews in. No longer than that. So Wednesday and then the cutoff date is in place. Uh, that is us continuing our look at Brian De Palma movies. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing what you guys made of my selection. There will be then no episodes until, wait for it, Saturday. That's right, Saturday is when your next episode drops. And oh, it's a little bit of Bazzy's Backdoor Cinema as Baz returns to the fray with his second episode in this new series of Bazzy's picks over the big screen and small screen to talk on this show and we're going off-piste and something that I genuinely had an absolute fucking ball recording and Baz has said it's one of his favourite recordings that we've ever done together so if that doesn't get you stopped I don't know what will. On the Teapots Collective this week, today the episode for where to begin with finally dropped covering Chinatown. So you've got a couple of weeks to check out that movie, get your review in to take part in season three, which is looking at film noir and neo-noir through 10 picks. Uh, you will want to be part of this and it will fill out your knowledge of movies that you've never seen and ones you've not revisited in quite a while. So get on it. 
Next week, we will be bringing you an episode of Chronicle featuring Scott McKenzie from Scotland vs. Evil. Scott picked Dario Argento's 1980 movie Inferno, a movie he'd never seen before, but he knows what I think about that Argento. So that is what we will be covering during the week. That episode will drop realistically Wednesday. And then on Sunday, 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 on the Teapots Collective channel, we'll be dropping a little bit of doing the nasty action for you, ladies and gents. Myself and Mark Ball continuing our run through the Section 3 movies on the video nasty list. Right, I'm going to take a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Before We Vanished, the 39th pick in the Arrow Video Assortment, coming right up right after this. This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, LegionPodcasts.com. The Psychosemantic Podcast. いや、あれは夕日だ。何があったの So you've just heard the trailer for Before We Vanish. This movie, ladies and gents, is the 39th pick on the Arrow video assortment. Let's give you some of the details as listed on the Arrow video website. It says prolific Japanese filmmaker Kiroshi Kurosawa, who directed Pulse, returned to Cannes with this genre-bending mashup, both darkly comedic sci-fi and a slow-paced action spectacle. Three aliens on a reconnaissance mission to Earth take over the bodies of human hosts to explore the world they're about to invade. On their way to steal individual concepts from the mind of anyone who crosses their path, from work to free will to love, leaving behind them a trail of soulless bodies. In doing so, they start to unwittingly define the essential aspects of what it means to be human. The film follows Nurumi, played by Masama Nagasawi of I Wish, whose husband 
Shinji, played by Harui Matsuda, becomes one of the three hosts. As the invasion grows nearer, Narumi's attempts to save humanity from extinction become increasingly entwined with Shinji's decision on whether to save the humanity within himself. Combining the best of Kuroshi's uh, genre stylings with his foray into dark family dramas before we vanish sees the director delivering a twist on the classic invasion of the body snatchers narrative by recontextualising it in a disconnected modern world. Presenting a unique vision to how invasions have been portrayed in popular culture in the past, it asks the questions, how much is humanity worth? And if we've become too alienated to be able to recognise the aliens amongst us. The special features on this are a high definition Blu-ray 1080p presentation, original 7.1 DTS HD master audio, optional English subtitles, the making of Before We Vanish, a 53 minute featurette including on-set footage and interviews with the cast and crew, inside the story and inside the characters, two featurettes with cast and crew interviews. Looking back, members of the cast reunite to discuss memories of the production. Red carpet interviews from the Cannes Film Festival premiere. Cast and crew Q&As from four screenings, including the Japanese premiere, uh, premiere. Trailer and a reversible sleeve featuring newly commissioned artwork. And we love a bit of that newly commissioned artwork, don't we ladies and gents? This one done by Tommy Pocket. Product details for this one is, is runtime is 2 hours and 10 minutes, director is Kurushi Kurosawa, certification is 15, language subtitles are English, language on the disc is Japanese and the theatrical release was 2018. So I've never seen this one before, love me some Kurushi Kurosawa, I think he's a, a very very interesting director, he seems to take things from a interesting point of view which is not necessarily kind of on the main thoroughfare of how stories are told but rather uh, off to the side like a like a weird alien observer himself his concepts in the past have been quite dark um, and have dealt with a lot of connectivity between people um, the loss of values that we held dear um, and the disconnected and almost fragmented society that exists um, in not only Japan, but I would argue the world, but predominantly in Japan in his movies, um, from the advent of computers and other technology. Um, I did not know what to make of this one. I know this one said it was darkly comedic, and I was fully expecting it not to be, because once again, I've seen a Kurushi Kurosawa movie, and I can't remember having many chuckles in any of them. Um, you'll have to watch Pulse to kind of feel like humanity is gone. And we are all husks waiting to be filled with anything, any emotion, any sign of life. Um, but by God was I wrong. Uh, Before We Vanish is a surprisingly warm, touching, very funny movie at times. Alongside dealing with some really massive existential questions which I thought were handled kind of wonderfully. The writing in this movie is jaw-droppingly good in the storytelling as well and you have your aliens kind of almost being like over-the-top kind of caricatures but in the best possible way I think it, it almost on some level um as a as a cartoon drawing of each of the aspects of of 
what makes humans compassionate, cold, loving, um, dispassionate. I mean, it's, it's all in here in the best possible way. Uh, the interactions, most of the time, leading to people finally being able to do what their their heart or their soul desires and if that is destroying the office that we work in and pretending to be a Godzilla then by God you will be. Um, I think it's shot beautifully. I mean really 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 shot phenomenally but that's never been an issue with Kurosawa and the effects brilliantly used. The, the idea of the actual alien interactions being kind of lens flare was kind of cool. Um, but some of the gore and effects and death handled surprisingly well as well. I think it's scored beautifully. Um, in parts very kind of whimsical and other parts very comedic, um, almost cartoon-esque, but in, in a great way as well. And then you come at the casting. The casting in this movie is spot on. Um, there's a real kind of childlike wonder of the, the alien characters, which when you realise, especially on the more homicidal side that they have it in them the ability and power of an adult to, to crush someone they will think that is delivered really really well and then it actually builds to a really clever and satisfying conclusion one that I could kind of get behind with a nice message and dare I say it an air of optimism which once again if you've seen Pulse um, that air of optimism ain't there so it's weird to see this as kind of like him revisiting the idea of connectivity and humanity some 20 years, well not quite 20 years, but almost 20 years on from when he made his mark on the horror film genre with his G-horror classic. So I thought that was handled really, really well. Special features are great on this one. You get some really good insight to not only the making of process, but like... Uh, like I mentioned at the, the start there of the review, um, some of the screenings, it's kind of cool, some of the Q&A stuff is excellent as well, you get an idea of how much on the same page the, the cast were with the director's vision, so I think that works very, very well, and just overall, it's a, it's a fun sci-fi comedy with kind of dark leanings for sure, but also a huge dose of whimsy, in the best possible way. It looks beautiful, it's shot great, it's acted well, and thoroughly entertaining. I can tell you right now, this will be a movie I will definitely 100% come back to watch. There's absolutely no way I won't. I just think they nailed so much of what I wanted from this movie and well. And that is a huge credit to them. It'd be very easy, like it mentions about the old invasion of the body snatchers angle, we've seen that done to death. And this is the first time I think I've seen it done on this way. It's kind of what would happen if you did um, Coneheads uh, meets Third Rock from the Sun um, meets Invasion from the Body Snatchers, but in a, a kind of a, a level of, uh, of Japanese cinema, which is wholly entertaining. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of a lot of good uh, with this. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't really have that much more to say because this is one of these ones where I'm actively hoping that you go out and check it yourself instead of me walking you hand in hand through the entire film itself. Uh, suffice to say, when it comes to grades, this is a four out of five. Uh, this may go up actually to 4.5 on a second watch. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was kind of amazing. So yeah, that's where we land. E4 of 5 for Before We Vanish. Please, please, please go and check it out. Right, I'm going to take my final break of this episode. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. 
You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. Ladies and gents, this has been your Arrow Video Assortment, episode number 39. Episode number 40 is going to be a special one because it's a special number. Uh, So you'll be getting two film reviews for the price of one. Yes, it's two movies on one disc. So, well, our one release, which makes me incredibly excited. We are doing, for episode number 40 in three weeks' time, After Midnight and The Battery, both movies from Jeremy Gardner and Christian Stella. Now, ladies and gents, let me give you some of the details about this release. It says, 10 years into his small-town romance with Abby, played by Bria Grant of A Ghost Story, bartender Hank, played by Jeremy Gardner of Bliss, wakes up to find himself in an empty home with nothing but a cryptic parting note for company. As Hank drinks himself into heartbreak and depression, Abby's sudden departure soon becomes the least of his concerns as a mysterious monster starts clawing at his door on a nightly basis. As the threat outside his door intensifies, Hank calls on Abby's police officer brother, played by Shane, who's Justin Benson of Synchronic, and his best friend Wade, played by Henry Zabrowski of The Wolf of Wall Street and The Last Podcast on the Left, for help, but with no trace of the monster, and his behaviour becomes even more erratic. His friends remain unconvinced of the creature lurking outside and Hank slips further into his own paranoia and loneliness. Expertly directed by Jeremy Gardner and Christian Stella, who did Tex Montana Will Survive, and co-produced by the team behind Spring and the Endless, After Midnight is a twisted genre Ben gem with mesmerising performances and sublime cinematography about breaking up, moving on and facing your monsters both real and imaginary. The special features on this one are a high-definition Blu-ray 1080p presentation, original 5.1 and 2.0 stereo PCM uncompressed audio soundtracks, audio commentary with the directors Christian Stella and Jeremy Gardner, Lakeland, Florida Q&A featuring Stella, Gardner, actors Ashley Song, Nicola Mastroska and Taylor Zutkit, script supervisor Elise Stella and second director Juan Ortiz. Pitching something else. Stellan Gardner pitched the character of Wade to Henry Sabrowski, featuring an intro by producer Arne Moorhead. A self-interview while self-quarantining during the coronavirus outbreak. A brand new interview with actor and producer Justin Benson. Bria and Barak find Fantastic Fest scooters. Actors Bria Grant and Barak Hadley hunt down scooters following the Fantastic Fest screening of After Midnight. The behind the scenes featurette, outtakes, behind the scenes image gallery, official international and UK trailers, and a reversible sleeve with choice of artwork design. If you got the limited edition one I got, you also got a blurry copy of the battery, which we'll also be reviewing as well. The product details for this one is its runtime is about an hour and a half long. Directors are Jeremy Gardner and Christian Stella, certification is 15. Subtitle languages are English, SDH, theatrical year was 2019, so once again a current title which is kind of cool, um, and the main language is English. So there you go, After Midnight, The Battery, coming your way in three weeks time. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts on this day, so wherever you're listening to right now, hit subscribe, that way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. 
do not stop there, ladies and gents. Don't, why would you? Don't do it. Subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapots Collective, where you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty, and Chronicle. Subscribe to both the feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs. You can, of course, find all the shows at our website, teapotscast.com. Links are all there to everything that I do, as well as a link to Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts. A booze based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Maz, and Scott Liam from Scott Liam vs. Evil. We drink too much. We talk about terrible life choices, which include drinking too much on recorded content, which will be on the internet forever. We do weird news stories from around the globe and your listener emails as well. Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available on tputzcast.com. If you want to check us out on Facebook and be part of the Facebook group page for the podcast Under the Stairs, it is quite simply facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast. The Teaputs Collective only has a Facebook page. It's a slightly different URL. It's facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. And Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod you can reach out and interact with myself and the baz on the twin prongs of social media sexness instagram and twitter both can be followed at teaputcast ladies and gents that is another episode of the podcast under the stairs out of the way and another week brought to an end but the podcast under the stairs will return to your feeds tomorrow as we bring you the final installment of a Russian roulette franchise retrospective on Wreck. Wreck 3, aka Genesis, and Wreck 4, aka Apocalypse, will be on that episode featuring guests, Court Psyops, and Boz. Until then, ladies and gents, wherever you are, what the time zone is, and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.